From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Chris. The show must go on. I have no idea where the hell Chris is. So I will be substituting for Chris as your graceful host. Welcome to the Big Blue Roundtable preview versus the Seattle Seahawks. Got my notes ready for the game. But, yo, we got news, huh? Uh, I'll be honest. Like, I'm not one of these cats. I'm not a beat writer. I'm not a reporter. So when things like this happen, I um, defer to a lot of, you know, uh, to the fans, their opinions on this, right, with the Kadarius Tony trade. And if you guys have thoughts on that, we could probably lead off there around the roundtable, right? Because uh, my my whole thing like this here on this platform, the bread and butter of what we do on this show is it's a very simple formula, and it's a, it's been a successful uh, successful formula for a long time. It's basically go to the not go to the games, but watch the games, form an opinion on what you watch, and bring your opinion, and that's pretty much what it is, and it's, that's all we are. So when things like this happen with trades. You know, we'll, we'll get have a talk and discuss and banter and all that, but I didn't, I wasn't in that room why the Giants made the trade. Uh, you always get speculative reports on uh, certain writers or just in general with the media. I mean, it's always third-party information, so I mean, we could talk about it, but I necessarily do not have an opinion. I mean, at the end of the day, it's kind of a, it, to me, it just means that the, the current regime is not satisfied what the draft pick was in the previous regime under Gettleman. I mean, it's that simple and short for me. Makes sense to me. So, uh, but nonetheless, let's get everybody on, man. I got to get my pad. Got to write these names down. Make sure we get everybody on here. Um, oh, there was the bandit right there, man. I thought you was hosted tonight, man. What's up? I, I jumped on because you wasn't here. What's up? Well, I couldn't get on because somebody somebody dialed in the host. But that's another story we but hear I, now. Let's talk. No, 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 Let's, no, no. I dialed in that. I, I, I dialed in. That's not the time. This is not the time. We got to show you. We got to show you. I dialed in one minute. No, he wasn't here. He wasn't here, bro. He wasn't here a minute out. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. 929-477. Let's see who's in the house, man. Let's see who's in the house. Let's start from the beginning. What's going on? Right now. What's going on? Who's up? I mean, shoot. I was just saying. Um, I was letting people on. We we're going to bring them on in the order that they called. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Who was on first? I saw Carl was there. He was in. He was here before all of us. After C notes, say hello to the people. Oh, right always there before us. What's up, Carl? What's up, man? How you doing, bro? Do I need to jump in and break up the, uh... <laughs> hey, man, just, I mean, I mean, what's the You just need to say hello, bro. A minute, it was about to jump on. You just need to say hello. That's all, you need to say hello, that's it. Hey, what do we talk about here, man? Good evening, good evening. Hey, listen, 40, heading, getting ready to head to Seattle on Saturday morning, so <clears throat> should be a very, uh, very interesting weekend. We have some news, as, as you guys just mentioned, that we should probably get into as well. Okay, cool. Right, exactly. Fair Get your thoughts on that. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Steve, who's up next, bro? Um, ah, shit. Who's at the top? I got to get my glasses. It's uh, Lady Blue. I see. I see Lady Blue. Lady Blue, yes. NY Love 516. Write your name down. LB, what's up? How you doing? 
How is everybody? I kind of missed last weekend when everyone was here. <laughs> oh, good. We had a fun time. Thank you for um, thank you for everything. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for everything. I, I mean, you, you were you were a fantastic hostess, and um, you held a lot of giant fans down. Well, I hope yeah. everyone has a great time in Seattle this weekend, and definitely let's bring home the win. And yeah, we got a lot to talk about, don't we? We yeah, we do. Yeah, we're going to swing into it because there's enough callers on here to, to fortify that. We'll be right back, Lady Blue. 929 Uh I think Bates is up next, right? Let's bring him on. Mine is NYG. All What's right. up, Chief? What's good, family? How's everyone doing? Everybody I'm good. I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I, I, you know, I don't know if I would do it now or my next round, but I, you know, I want to give my shout out, my thanks, and appreciation. Oh. What was probably one of the best tailgates we've done in our five years, and it just keeps yeah, getting definitely. better. So we'll talk about it real quick. Okay, bet. bet shout bet, out to everybody yeah, going you. to Seattle this weekend. Yeah, thank you. Um, we said it on Sunday. We, I think, we, you were the first person in your organization. To say thanks, like to make that happen, you know, um, it's a, it's a unique niche as far as bringing giant fans together, especially on the road. And you do guys do all kind of fantastic things for big blue fans, from community service to meet and greets, tailgating. And listen, it's an honor, bro. Thank you, man. You saw it on IG. For me, you know, you, I mean, it, I mean, words can't really express because I don't see. Here's the thing, Bates, and I think you understand this before we go to somebody else. They think this shit is easy. Like doing this year after year, you know how hard it is just to get people on the same page, to just to believe in just doing that. You know what I'm saying? It takes a lot of coordination and effort to make something not only work, but to make it something successful. And it's not just me. It's the team of admins that we have here that are dedicated because they love the New York football giants. And I think the feeling really is, is that, at least for me, I remember going out on these events by myself and thinking to myself, you know, this would be dope if we had somewhere to meet that Friday or something to do, you know, something else besides football. And as I traveled more, I started meeting people. Some of these people that I've met, I'm still traveling with are, are now part of the frontline organization. And it's grown, and it's a family, and it really is a family. I've had friends, you know, I've had members privately told me, like, yo, this keeps me going because I have something to look forward to or where I live, there's no family. So I travel with them. I travel with us. So, you know, wow. what we're doing is important and people are recognizing it. I hear people talking about, they hear about us out of state. Um, Bob Papa was uh, really excited to hear about our story. He took the time to be gracious to take tons of pictures and had many conversations with us at the pre-tailgate Saturday. So um, this brand, um, which started out, you know, five-plus years ago with three people, you know, myself, Tasha, and Steve, um, and to what it's grown to, it's, 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 you know, based on the people. And so I just really want to say thank you for their efforts. And I know people are saying I'm being modest, but I'm being modest because it's not just me. Okay, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Big ups. That was a fantastic blowout weekend. I'll speak my piece on that later. Thank you a lot, homie. 
Frontline is NYG on IG. Kristen, you up, girlfriend? What's up? How you doing? My people, my people. Still <laughs> glowing from the weekend. Yeah. I'm still glowing. I'm glowing. It may be really? raining in Connecticut, but the sun is in here. Sun is in the house right now. So, uh, yeah, big shout out to the Frontliners this weekend. They really did their thing. It just keeps getting better, like you said. And, yes, it's family. That's what we're all about. I just want to make it quick because I know we got other people on the line. So, hi, everybody. Thank you, sweet. Hey, right. what's up? Everybody say hey. No, kidding. I'm good. Well, good. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. We'll be right back. Uh, let's see. This is Giants Big Hitter. That's me. Brian from the Big Blue Hunter. The Big, uh, Big Blue Corner. What's up, man? How you doing, sir? Corner. We're, yeah. we're, still, we're doing terrific, and uh, I was I was looking at your photos from uh, your get together there, and now I got some faces uh, faces to go with the names. And Chris, you look exactly uh-huh. like I thought you would. You're, 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 <laughs> oh, you mean the you're or, 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 <laughs> no, no, you're, you're a handsome man. <laughs> Thank you, brother. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Really good-looking crew, and you had a, you had an exciting game to go to, and you know right down to the wire because the numerous penalties probably shouldn't have been called. But we'll touch upon that. But yeah, I, I'm glad everybody yeah, I had to take on that. certainly looked that way. Yeah, I want your take on that. I can't wait to hear it. We'll be back. You Brian. was also and Brian. You was also at an exciting game too. If you want to tell the people, I know. I think I said it on the show last week. Tell them about the game you were at previously, the previous week. I was at the Tennessee-Alabama football game. My, my daughter lives in Knoxville, Tennessee, and her and her husband, they, they work at the uh, nuclear depository in Oak Ridge. That's where they made the, the atomic bomb in World War II. But, it, but it's uh, right by Knoxville, and they live in Knoxville. And we went to the game. I asked them for my Christmas present last year, you know, what do you want? And I says, why don't you get tickets to go to the Alabama-Tennessee football game? So they did it off season, and they got them you know, relatively you know, cheaper than you could have you know, like a few few weeks before the game uh, this year. And they 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 were absolutely astounded. What, what an atmosphere there was! I, I never really felt anything like that. Now I'm an Alabama fan, but you know, I, I like Tennessee too. Now they were told by a a new employee to it where they work who's just graduated from University of Tennessee in, in the springtime, he said that before the game that they were going to tear the goalposts down if they won. And the university, in fact, had already bought goalposts. So, so all of this NCAA sanction and all that stuff is a bunch of nonsense. But, yeah, we, 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 incredible experience, incredible experience. You had a great time. All right. Okay. Shout out to Brian. So who's up? Worm. I think. I could be wrong. Yeah. Marm, what's going on, man? What's good? Hey, you. Talk to me. Hey. Hey, hello. Everybody. Hello, hello. It, it's nice to be calling in this season and not be miserable. It's a right. pleasant turn of events. <laughs> um, and I guess I guess we have something, you know, to talk about a little later with, uh, I don't know, uh you know, Tony, Tony, Joker, you know, Batman and Robin, whatever you want to call them. Um, this should be a little interesting conversation. Okay, got oh. it. Got it. All right, Worms, stand by, bro. 
I think this is Billy Bob happening. You and your feelings? Yes, this is, Billy. Yes, I am in my feelings. Because I didn't even have the opportunity to get up there to Jacksonville because I had to work. I mean, speaking of opportunity, and I ain't even had the opportunity because I had to work. That's what happened. And I apologize, Billy Blue. I was trying to make it, but I couldn't make it. But that just goes to tell you, but I don't know, man. I was in my feelings a little bit when I was working. You know, I was kind of down, but. But we can still screen with the season. Like, what am I smoking? Opportunity, dog. That's how we can see the bar right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Definitely. All right. All right, Billy Bob. So, 929 is the digit. All right. So, everybody knows the, the you know, this. Kadarius Tony thing. You know, this this dude's been tweeting ever since the trade, man. All kinds of nonsense. He's got all these all these rap videos out. He does he was I think that's where his heart is. You know? He doesn't want to play football over here, man. And he already mentioned that. He's talking about thank God I'm out of here and all this shit. So be gone. You know, that's one of the last of if not the last of the Gettleman picks that was in the first round. Let it be gone, let it be done. You know. Um, you gotta remember this time of the year. Joe Shane, uh, well, Joe Shane said he was going to work on rebuilding anyway, so don't expect miracles. You know, it might be, it might not be pretty out of the gate. And lo and behold, <laughs> we're six and one. It's prettier than we thought it would be. And uh, we didn't get any, uh, absolutely no production from this guy. And so I don't think it's that big a loss. I think it was a waste of a draft pick, is what it should have been. What, what we should think it is. I'll always, what I, what I always remember this part. is. This is let me let me tell you. I always remember this as us losing Michael Parsons. That's what I remember this as. This guy never scored a touchdown for us. He played one big gigantic game and he had two receptions this year. So hey. But let me say this before we go go around. Let me let me ask. Let me say this. This is why it's a big loss. It's not because he didn't play. It's about the draft equity where you drafted him, and and then it goes back to DeAndre Baker. Look where we could have been if we had guys in the first round, late first round, early second round that panned out. Like that that's 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 an equity hit. That's gonna it's gonna it's gonna take a little bit to get back, to be quite honest. Because you could have got something for him. Like, I mean you got something for him now in that Chiefs trade. And at least you did something with that. But it's I just don't like when I look at draft picks, Chris, and then we could go to the stakeholders, like I looked at what kind of value they bring on the field immediately and within the first five years before the big contract comes up, and at least you did get something for him. But but that's not how I want to go out with the draft because I want as build as much uh, a player profile, maybe sign him to a bigger day, help us rent a ring. I mean that's kind of what we all want as fans. So in a way, it's a it's a loss, but it's just the situation. It sucks. It is what it is. Right. It's a gigantic look. You know. I have his rookie, not a rookie. What do you call this? His um, his combine profile right here, right? It says that he's an explosive player who makes defensive defenses pay for their mistakes. He's an elite level athlete with excellent long speed, impressive agility, and acceleration that makes him difficult to cover one on one, and garners plenty of yards after the catch due to his athletic profile. And he breaks more tackles than a man of his size should. We got one game of that as a professional. One game, one game of that. So the value that he that we 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 acquired him for was never utilized. I don't know. In, in, in that in this particular case, let's just say in this particular case, 
you know, this is an organizational failure more than it is his, okay? So draft picks, whatever, this was – and also for, Shane, for Shane's trouble, who was, who was – who was always concerned, of, who is still concerned about our salary cap, I think this is a nice save. Um, I'm disappointed that it didn't work out because I'm a Giants fan. And I don't like losing, wasting money on first-rounders that you didn't intend to keep in the first place or, or didn't intend to develop even in the first place. And I have a problem with that one. You know, right, right, God right, never scored right. it. So that, that, was, that was a problem for me. But, hey. I want everybody else's opinion instead, not mine. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. Check us out on um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. Bleed Blue Show, Bleed Blue Show, Bleed Blue Show. And in about a half hour, we're going to get into the picks, and we'll go from there. Carl, take it from the top, man. What do you? What's, what's your take on this? And, and then later and, on, and, we also and, need to talk about. The, we yeah, got talk about the game too. On top of that, yeah, yeah, get talk about the game yeah. too. Let's let's do it both. We got you know a few heads on here. As a matter of fact, yeah, why don't we do that? Why don't it, Carl hit us up and everybody else hit us up with the uh, what you thought about the trade and then the matchups as well. Okay, we actually, you know, let me give you the matchup now um, because this okay. is a fascinating game, really, on both sides, and it's going to lead to a question yep. that I want to ask everybody uh, this week. Um, and actually, I'll give you the question right now if you can th- take some time out. I, I think I know where the answer is going to be, but I thought about it today, uh, seeing you know where both teams are. Um, which team is a bigger surprise, the Giants or Seattle? And that, <clears throat> that the answer to that question is a little tricky, based on what happened the season before, with one side trading away what they thought was a franchise quarterback thinking that they were going to probably be in the first pick in the draft because of who was starting. And there's some irony in who's starting on Sunday and seeing what has happened with their season as well, in addition to ours. So that's just a question I want to throw out to everybody uh, for, for tonight. Um, as far as the trade goes, I remember the night of the draft, we were all talking with each other on the same program. And when his name was mentioned, a lot of us said, Ooh, so we kind of start from there. Fast forward about two or three months, and I think at this point it was just sort of me, you, Chris, and you, Stephen. And I remember Tony was missing practices in the off season because of various issues. I'll just I'll just phrase it like that. Yeah. And I remember we had a and we had a conversation right then and there. And I remember saying we kind of were like, this situation bears monitoring with this guy. Like something was just not. Right, and that right. continued until the two games that me and I, actually Bakes and I saw Kadarius Tony's highest moments as a player. We saw the two games in New Orleans and Dallas, week, uh, both back-to-back weeks. That was his high moment as, as a player, grand opening, grand closing. That's essentially yep. what happened. And yep. there's something to be said for a player being reliable. There's something to be said for a player taking ownership of his own career. Um, Tony always had some weird vibes to him. And I remember for weeks, even last year, I said, I don't know if I trust this guy. I don't know if this guy is, is going to be the kind of guy that you want to have on your team when you get to the point where as if you're going to be a contender. Like, there's just something that's not right. And it has continued to play out, you know, all these months later. And so there's a saying, like, you know, the old, the sick, and the weak are just left behind when you decide to go in a whole new direction. And 
that's why I, you have to be very careful about getting infatuated with talent because if you watch those two games that we saw last year, you would think, oh, if we can only just get this out of him. It's just one problem. He never, he either never saw the field again or when he ever he did see, see the field again, something else would come about. And that was before all the off-field stuff. So you know what? Um, you have to – those kind of guys you just have to move on from. There was nothing that was there. You know, maybe he exactly. comes back and you know what? And you know what? Maybe mm-hmm. his he find he, maybe this trade sort of helps his career in the long run, right? That he gets sort of like a shock to the system, or maybe he was ready to leave anyway, and he just needs a fresh start. And maybe he maybe he becomes the player he always was projected to be. You know what? It was never going to happen here. That's that 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 that's sort of point blank. And if you bought his jersey, ooh, uh, sorry about that. So from that standpoint, Challenger. you know what? It's there's yeah that's the thing it's character he 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 showed so many bad signs that you had to kind of wonder was this guy ever going to be a reliable piece for you and I know folks were waiting for him to come back at different points of the season I didn't think he was ever going to come back that there was always going to be something and so you know what good riddance and you just move on got it got it got it got it got it Carl at C note I love it. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. Lady Blue, you are on the clock. NY Love sixteen five sixteen. Well, let's first start by. It's going to be a hell of a game. Um, and like Carl said, which team is a bigger surprise? To me, that's kind of a toss-up because no one. Ex- I mean, no one expected us to go six and one, but yeah, no one expected Seattle to only go four and three. Also, with everything, so that is an awesome question, and I still got to think about that. But don't forget, the last time we played them in 2020, we actually won. But there were no fans in the stands. So we got to deal with uh, the 12th man because you know they're going to be loud and proud. Mm-hmm. But um, we just, with the trade, you know, it is what it is. He didn't want to be here, get his ass out of here. None of us really wanted him here. So I just want, I want Galladay gone next. Because get the useless ones out and bring in people that want to play and want to contribute to this team. That just means mm-hmm. that Robinson's got to step up, our other wide receivers got to step up, our offensive line's got to step up. But they're doing it little by little each week. They're actually doing it. Um, I need I need Dexter Lawrence and our and our defense to get to Geno Smith. Um, I don't know if. If anyone's heard anything about DK Metcalf, I don't know. I just heard he was questionable. I don't know if he's going to be playing. I just remember him being carted off the field last week. So I don't know what the status is on him. But, you know, it it is what it is. Like like even what Steve said, the media is going to say shit just to stir up people. Tony's starting his shit. We don't need the drama. We've already – we've had drama. It doesn't work. Let's get rid of all get a bum crap because he royally screwed our team. And the management we have now is doing a kick-ass job. So let them do what they need to do to elevate our team and make us better. Get rid of all the dead weight and bring in people that will elevate us to the team that we know we should be. Amen. Amen. I'm just looking forward to a good game. Like I said, everyone that's going, have a great time. Be loud because we know that Seattle's going to be loud, and let's bring home a win before our bye week. I mean, to be 7-1 and one in our bye week, hell, 
some of us really didn't even expect us to win this many games. Hell, I'm, I'm actually one of them. I just, my goal was let's just win more than what we did last year. Hell, we succeeded on that and we're doing even better. And I love our coaching staff. I, I mean, <laughs> we're ready. I mean, it's about time. Us as Giant fans, I mean, we have been shit for over 10 years. And it's about time, we, like you said, we get on this call week after week, but now we've got something to be happy about, to cheer about, and let's keep that up. I mean, no matter what, we are going to lose again this year. I know it. We can't, I mean, unless, you know, unless something drastic happens, but I'm happy with what we have right now. So let's get rid of more dead weight. Let's bring in other people, and let's just kick their ass. Let's do it. And why love Five sixteen, and by the way, you put on one hell of a goddamn after after tailgate total weekend slam bam bleeding blue friggin' extravaganza, girlfriend. And I am why, very thank you. On, a pers- on a personal note. I'm very very happy to know you, and I love you. You know this. Thank you very much. I was happy to finally meet people that I've been friends with on Facebook for years, to finally hug them and to see them face-to-face. It was it was the best tailgate I've ever been to, and it was just to see people that, like I said, that I've been friends with, and now that I'm friends with now, it's just amazing. I'm going to have lifelong giant friends, and I love it. Thank you, you LB. Um, thank you for, you know, hosting all that for – you know, Chris, Chris, and myself, Doris, and, and everybody that came through. I got to say something real bit before we go to the next day, because real quick. You know one of my, the funniest moments of that weekend? You probably would, if you, if you really think about it, you probably guess it. Chris probably would know it, and Kristen, because you saw it. One of my favorite moments over the weekend when we were kicking it uh, at the cave. Take a quick, quick guess, lady, before we go to the next day. Over. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I loved, I loved the camaraderie, of course. But when we got your mama to do the wave, was so hilarious. Oh she had a ball. She had a ball, yo. I loved it. She was fantastic. <laughs> the joy on her face was fantastic. And the other biggest thing was having the other biggest thing was having Ryan join us with the game because he finally got to meet all of you in person. He he was oh, yeah, that yeah. was the happiest kid on the planet that day. Oh, he's the future. Yes, that was the Oh, he's the future. Oh, he's the future. Well, that and talking yeah. shit to his dad. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, cool. fathers, everyone, cool. diehard Jaguar fan. That was crazy. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven. Here's another person. Hey, thank you for thank you too, and that's Mr. Bates. Thank you, bro. That's my line is on NYG and on IG. Okay, bro, you up? Mike is yours. Thanks, bro. That's my hottest brother right there. I love to see you this weekend. It was in, um, it was a great time. I would be remiss without saying thank you to Lady Blue for doing a fantastic job hosting and being so gracious. Mario as well for hosting and opening their homes to all those giant fans that came through uh, to eat and commune and take pictures and laugh and look at memorabilia. So, Lady Blue, thank you so much for that. We really appreciate you. Now, You're so very welcome, and I'm so game. glad you came. Thank you, darling. Thank you for participating in our events as well. So, Carl's question, I'll start with there. He says, which team is a bigger surprise, Seattle or New York Giants? And that, that's really a tough – it's a toss-up. No one 
None, no prognosticator, uh, no, nobody on, you know, on NFL, you know, all those networks and stuff. None of them believed in the New York Giants, and right. everyone believed that Seattle would fall apart um, with Russell Wilson departing. And so they are both big surprises. Uh, I think time will tell to find out who will be the biggest surprise. What it really shows is that coaching really matters. Coaching and culture is probably one of the biggest things besides talent and what drives an organization because no one believes. I mean, of course, there were folks that were telling me we were going to go 14 and 0, but I think they were just on leaps of faith with nothing to back it up. But nobody saw this quick turnaround, really. Um, you know, but um, I, I, time will tell. But I'm leaning towards the Giants to see how far it's going to when, when the when the dust settles. Um, in terms of the, the the Tony trade, I have mixed feelings. I have mixed feelings in several ways. One that because I wanted Micah Parsons, so the fact that was draft trade, uh, draft equity once again wasted by Gettleman. If we're talking about Baker, that somebody else mentioned, you know, um, you know, it, it pisses me off. It pisses me off too because his name is Baker, which is my last name, but that's for another day. Um, but the fact that. You know, and people were arguing this year, and I was like, yo, give it a chance, let him get healthy. But apparently he didn't want to be here, or maybe he was in a doghouse, or whatever the case is. Or my question moving forward, and I'll ask him now for the next stakeholder, is do we believe New York Giant management or the Shane Dayball culture is looking to move away from top tier or high draft pick or any kind of free agent that's related or tied to um, Dave Gettleman. So that's going to be my question. Now to the matchup. So I'm usually do, I usually talk about feel in my gut, but today I looked at some stats. So just some key stats that you guys might know about the New York Giants matchup. The all-time matchup series is ten to nine, with the Giants being ahead. Although the Giants in the last seven, I believe, are two and five, and the Giants are currently five and zero oh as underdogs. And I, I don't know if we're underdogs this week, but I think we are three points, minus three. So I believe we're underdogs. So oh my God. are we? Yeah. So um, my questions to the, you know, just putting them out there is where my concerns are is, like, can Seattle passing attack be okay without Metcalf? Because we think he's going to be out. And the big matchup to me, not matchup, but showcase, will be uh, our ground game with Saquon versus their ground game with Walker. Um, it would lead to think that we might have the advantage because Seattle is 29th versus the rush, and New York Giants is second in rush offense. Although what they normally do is stack the box against Saquon and force Daniel Jones to throw. But as you see, they mix that up with, you know, with play action or they mix it up with quarterback keepers, you know, or running Saquon out of the shotgun in direct snaps. So um, our passing game is 30th in the league in offense. So we're hoping, I'm hoping, that they took those three and six picks and hopefully before the deadline they either finagle it or package it to pick up somebody like Judy or Moore or something like to pick up somebody to help because this current of wide receivers have issues with catching the ball or completing the play to completion through the ground, as we saw in last week's game in the end zone, and that's kind of a big concern with me because um, Saquon's been a bell cow for us, but they're stacking the box and making it real tough for him. 
and you know we got the offense needs to be more creative, and we got to have a balanced offense, and maybe that's to be taking us to the next level. But for right now, I'm happy with what I've seen. Big shout out, big 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 shout out to Daniel Jones being NFL Player of the Week last week, and playing a really gritty gutsy game, and not creating turnovers. So. I'm not a big Daniel Jones fan, but I give props where props is due, and he played a great game. Um, a great game in terms of not making any turnovers and putting us in a position to win the game. Yes. All right. Frontliner NYG on IG, my homeboy, Bakes. Thank you very much, homie. Appreciate you and love that insight. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. Kristen, you are up to bat. I'm good with being an underdog. I, I I love it. Every week we just prove them wrong. So you could keep keep doing it. Keep calling us the underdog till we're ten and one at least. Go ahead. I'm good with that. Um, you know, Barkley's got a good run game, and so does Walker. We have to stop him immediately. We cannot afford to miss to miss any tackles on Walker at all. My thing is the blitz. I don't want to leave the backfield open because Gino is known to air it out if he's under pressure, and he'll have people downfield. So we got to protect downfield. We can't have it wide open. Um, I like what we're doing. I just want to keep the momentum up. I'm loving it. With no missed tackles. We need ball security this week and no turnovers. And we should be fine. I'm really just worried about them for them. Um, other than that, I'm positive we can win this game. It's it's going to be a better game than last week as far as uh, matchups. We're pretty well matched up. Same. Uh, they have injuries just like we do. Uh, we, we just got to keep the pressure on them. Keep the pressure on Geno. Force him out of that pocket. And just complete the passes and ball ball control that's it and security and we've got it i'm not worried about it um gino does lead the league 73.5 percent completion so we got to stop yes, he does. okay metcalf is out thank goodness but they do have other weapons so we just have to stop that run we cannot afford drop passes like last week we can't we cannot do that this time not this game so let's just tighten up Little tiny, little tiny corrections, and we should be fine. I'm not worried about it. Let's keep kicking everybody's ass, keep feeling good, stay positive, and bleed blue. Thank you, Lady Be Blue. Good. You and Bakes are the VIPs of this weekend. Honest to God. Mm-hmm. Thank you for everything. Well, you guys I- opened up the door to us, the food, the camaraderie. It was, every, it was the total package between the both of you, and I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate everything you've guys done. Bleed blue. Bleed blue. Bleed blue. That's Christian, everybody. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. Giants big hitter Brian is up. Hey, hey, hey Brian. If I yes. bet you before the season, if I bet you before the season started that by this week, week eight, that the only matchup would be featuring winning records from each team would be this one. You would have took that bet, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, hands down. <laughs> hands down. Wow. And I, and yeah, I, I would have no catched Jeff already too, you know. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bro. But, 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 
Well, 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 let me start, start with Kadarius Tony, and I, I like to trade a lot because it, it, what I wrote a little earlier from the outside looking in, I, I see Tony's lazy, disinterested, and self-centered. Yeah, um, he wants to be a rap star. He doesn't really want to play football, and he just comes up with you know inventive ways to not get on the field. And, and I really question, and I hope the young man is successful. I don't work against him, but. I don't think he, he might be the brightest guy in the world. If I was trying to start up a rap career, would I want to be in New York City or Kansas City? You know, I, I play country western music, so so would I rather want to play for the Titans in Tennessee or the Seahawks in Seattle? It, 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 it's just, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But 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 but, 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 but the, the trade. But but anyway, the, the trade, it, the bonus that they paid him, that's going to cost him. <laughs> I really got you on that one, didn't I? Uh, but but, but the, the, this is going to save us four and a, four and a half million dollars in salaries the next two years. Yeah, they, the, the way salaries work is the, the rookie salaries are guaranteed, but. You get paid over 18 weeks during the season, whoever you're working for. The bonus is that. So all in all, that's you know, to me that they, they'd had enough of his nonsense, and and they got rid of him, and they'd do the same with Galladay if they could find anybody to take him. I just don't think you know anybody was going to do that. Okay. You, you know, but 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 as far as who's the biggest surprise, the, the, the G's or Seattle? I would say the Giants are simply because most people would, didn't have the Giants winning six games all year. Let, let alone six by the, you know, three, seven weeks. Whereas Seattle was, you know, kind of going to be a mediocre team, you know, maybe a little under 500. You know, they, that was kind of prognostication. But two or three more wins than the Giants. Yeah, the, the, the trade of uh, Russell Wilson, okay. You know, they, they gave up a lot. They got a lot. You know, but they not only got two first-round picks, two seconds and a fifth, but, they, you know, they also got Shelby Harris, who's a really good defensive end. And they got Noah Fon, who was the number one pick tight end, which made them a really good tight end unit there. They they are really fabulous at the Correct. tight end position, you know. Yeah. So so they're they're they're, they're a better team. Their their uh, their defense is weak this year, but I'm writing up my my scouting reports as we speak. As soon as I get off the air, I'm going to try to finish the the offense. But yeah, I I think that you know probably the the uh, Seattle was better thought than the Giants before the season started, although neither one of them were really expected to go anywhere. But um, I think it's going to be a really good game. I, Seattle can't stop the run. The Giants run well. Um, I thought the Giants at the end of last week's game, they could have ran the clock out. You were there. I wasn't. But from what I'm seeing on television is, is uh, when Saquon was carrying those balls, they weren't, they weren't even looking at Daniel Jones. He could have faked the handoff and ran around the end. There wasn't anybody there at all. Um, but it, it was, I'm glad you guys had a great time and took, took home the win because it was, must have been crazy, crazy how the game ended. So, uh, anyways, uh, I'll stop right there. All right. We'll be right, Brian. Thank you very much, sir. 929 This is the Bleed Blue Show. Stephen Chris, big blue roundtable preview against the Seahawks. In week eight on Sunday, I mean, for week eight on Sunday. Worm, you are up. <coughs> Going into this game, DK is trending on the border of not playing. 
So what are they going to do in their passing game? I would I would assume that Lockett is going to be uh, Geno's favorite target where Giants are going to probably have to just key on him and lock his ass down. He'll have He's got a hamstring injury, by the way. Well, yeah, I mean, he's hurt too. Hamstring. So then he's he's questionable. Yes. That leaves good Goodwin fans this way and, and Parkinson. He's a second. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, eh. Pass rush, Geno's been sacked like 16 times already. We're moving into week eight. His offensive line is suspect. And Wink likes to dial up that pressure, not blitz. So I think the Giants can really key off on that offensive line. Um, matchup I am looking kind of forward to see is, is Barkley versus Walker. Uh, Giants have been getting gashed on the ground a lot this season. <clears throat> I mean, DK is not playing. If you want to stack the box, stack the box. Uh, the other matchup that's going to be interesting is Seattle's averaging about 26 points per game, but their red zone efficiency is pathetic. And we haven't been given much up in the red zone whatsoever. So they get down inside the 20, I'll take our chances with our defense because Seattle hasn't been putting up much numbers inside the 20-yard line. Um, Seattle's rush defense is, you know, towards the of the league. I would see – I can really see Barkley going off for a buck 25 on the ground. Jones about 85 to 100. I mean, they should be able to control the clock, just run the ball right down their throat, hit them back, you know, with, us, you know, cutbacks on counters. You can hit them on maybe a couple RPOs. You can hit them on, you know, a couple quick tosses to the weak side. Um, and if you really look at it with with uh, Daniel Jones, he hasn't really had that legit one receiver at all this year. Galladay's been, like, forever injured. Tony, I don't know. I guess he's been faking injuries most of the year from what it looks like from his Twitter account, but he took that post down. Wondell Robinson's starting to show a little bit, but, I mean, do you really consider him a deep threat down the field? You know, he's he's more of a slot dude. Clayton, he's starting to wake up, I guess, now. Two decent games in a row. I can see the Giants taking this maybe a 24-20 ball game. Um, you know, they, they seal the deal late in the fourth quarter and, and come out of there with a win. And a question I have for you. I honestly, at this point in the year, I didn't see the Giants at 6-1, and one, sitting in, you know, right now the fifth seed. And, and I hate to talk about playoffs in week eight. I just, ugh, just sitting in the fifth seed. Would you being how well they're doing, take a shot and maybe make a trade for a maybe a Jarrell Judy, maybe DJ Moore, or possibly, you know, mm-hmm. go a little lower, which would be cheaper. I like maybe a Brandon Cooks. So, you know, what's your thoughts on that? Or just stay pat and ride the wave with what we got and, you know, look into the draft and free agency next year. Okay, if, if you, and uh, is that I a, mean, you, you, any more? Yeah, that, that, yeah, that, and that, I mean, you know, that. and keep in mind, 
yeah, we're strapped for cash this year, but if you like a, a receiver that you want to trade for, you like to do that much, and remember, with Judy, the OC when he was a freshman in Alabama is, is our head coach. So if you like to do that much, or you like one of these other receivers that much, you can always push that money into next year where you know they're going to have the cap space because some players aren't going to be there. and Some of that dead, con- dead money's coming off the books. Throwing it out yes, there. Good. Okay. So your question, Warren, I'm going to give that to Billy Bob. Uh, All right. Billy Bob, answer that for, for Warren? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh I was in a deep process of thinking, bro. I, I apologize. I, I, I even forgot this question that quick. I'm asking but, the question again. Would would you stay pat with what we have receiver-wise since we've been winning or since they are sitting in right now to fifth seed, would you go try to get Daniel Jones, that legit one receiver, in maybe like a – Darrell Judy or DJ Moore or look at somebody less expensive where you'd have to give less up for maybe like a Brandon Cooks or just stay where you're at. All right. Matter of fact, you stay where you're at because why we already took that we already took that stance already when we got Galladay and it backfired. So now that you did what you did with with, with, with Tony, you're gonna have to invest in that them picks. That's my whole thing. Because that kind of, I mean, I'll be real with you. I was in my feelings about that pick. Y'all can say what y'all want to say about the man. I've been watching the man when he was at Florida, and I thought that Brian Dayball had something to work with. When I say something to work with, he could have been that Debo Sanders. I told y'all, he could have been used as a running back. He could have been used as a slot receiver. The man could have been playing all over the field. I get it. I mean, and then this is what y'all got to understand. Sometimes with talent comes a package. It comes with, comes with some packages with it. I mean, that's what y'all got to understand. And, I mean, this is what I mean by sometimes we give up talent for, for nothing. But now it's like he was a good prospect. But I understand, yeah, I understand all the other stuff that comes with it. But at the same time, now we have to sit there and have to wonder what they're going to do with that. Do we just going to have to look back. That's all it is. It's a future thing that we want to look at. What do we do with that third and sixth pick on the 23? That's all we can do. And then we're going to eat at us. If we see this man getting off of Kansas City, yeah, that's either that's and that and he, and he probably will get off of Kansas City. That's going to be eating at us a little bit. So that's where I'm at with that with the, uh, Tony Galladay because I, I really felt like we could use this man in multiple ways. They could have found some way to figure that out. Now, um, like I said, I think one good thing that I think that's working with Daniel Jones, and I said it numerous times, is that he doesn't have a go-to receiver. I was I was to the point where I was like he should make his tight end his go-to his go-to guy, but even with that being said, I think Daniel Jones is working fine without having to go to receiver. It keeps every defense on their feet because you never know where he's going to the point that he could bootleg, run with his leg, and I guess that just open up every that just open up the whole playbook for him because you never know where he's going to. And for everybody that's jumping on here, I need y'all to understand. I'm standing ten toes down. Damn it, I knew the Giants were gonna be above five hundred. I don't know what y'all were thinking. I ain't gonna say I was. Gonna, I say, listen, be about five hundred and make the payoff. I'm gonna stand uh, ten toes on that one. Lord hey, 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 listen, listen. Uh-huh. Y'all can get mad all y'all want to. Ain't no, I told yeah. you so. I just said, 
No, honestly, I just I kind of had a feeling I kind of had a feeling that the general oh. was gonna be above five hundred. Just dealing with the coaches that were just coming in, and sometimes uh, uh, having coaches that come in and probably know what they're doing. Sometimes to win you five games, having a good head coach can win you five games. Having a good defensive coordinator can win you five games. I didn't even think nothing else about that. I just like can the Giants figure it out, and that's one thing I was telling y'all. I was telling y'all can the Giants come in this year and not have to play this old flip side game where it's like oh we got to we still in the business of rebuilding and all that. Like, no, sometimes you just get out there and win. So the surprising thing to me, I'm surprised that they say that Seahawks is on me above that. But to me, I didn't think one time against, uh, against the Giants like that because I already knew the Giants were going to be good dealing with the players they have. Okay. okay, hold on. Thank you, Billy Bob. We, and whose who's, who's car door is that? Look, anyway. And don't put me on mute because it ain't me. Ninety-nine point seven. I would have heard that mute. Mute it. Listen, everybody, pick time, pick time, pick time, pick time, pick time. Listen very closely. That's silly. Ravens at Bucks. Niners at Rams. Patriots at Jets, Giants at Seahawks. I'm going to say it again. Ravens at Bucks, Niners at Rams. Patriots at Jets, the great New York Giants at Seahawks. All right, we're going to start from the top, and we're going to go with at C-Notes, at the C-Notes, I should say. Big Carl, let's have it. All right, let me go. Um, where's my, where's give me my Baltimore for. Um, okay. Give me the Jets three. That's risky, but you know what? Uh, I'm gonna really? be there. So give me the Gi- Give me the Giants. No, no, not there. No, no, not gonna be there. Uh, <laughs> I'll be oh, at this one. Okay. Uh, give me the Giants with two. I will be there in person to see this. And uh, what's that fourth game? Oh, give me the. You know what? Give me. The, you know, give me the Forty ers with one. And one. Okay. Well. Okay. All right, got it. Lady Blue, NY Love 516. Four Niners, three Ravens, two Giants, one Jet. Say that one more time, please. I'm sorry. You moved so fast on That's that. That's okay. So. Four Niners, three Ravens, one Jet, two Giants. Uh why do you have to pick the same ones I get? I don't know. Because we're because you're my big blue husband. There you go. That must be it. That must be it. Thank you, my dear. All right. This my home yet. At Frontliners NYG. What's your pick, sir? Yes, sir. Uh, let me give you Ravens four. Niners three. Jets two. New York football giants one. Hey. Love it. Love it. Duly noted. All right. All right, Christian. Christian? Christian there? Take off your mute. Christian, you burning up mad or what? Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was now because I'm like, hello? Hello? Okay. Okay. It was me. I had my mute. Okay. 
Niners four, Ravens three, Giants two, Jets one. Just like we we must we must think alike. You, I had you think alike. Lady boots of mine, so I had to switch it up. Last minute. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. I, ha- I had the same right, thing. Then. I was like, damn it, again this week. <laughs> Got. It. All right. All right. Go go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Warren. You you go real quick. I think it was the Giants of four. I don't know where it all came from. Okay, Jack. Jack. Uh, Giants of four, 49ers of three, Ravens of two, and uh, give me uh, our tenant at uh, number one. Ja- Wait a minute. You talking about the, uh, the Niners and Rams? Uh, the Niners I got at three, the Ravens I got two, and then... You know, our tenants that share our stadium, I'll put them at uh, number one over the Patriots. Our tenants? Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Brian, big hitter. Yes, sir. Go All for right. It. Four. Number four, Ravens over the box. Ravens going to kick the shit out of them. Um, number three, Rams over the Niners. Number two, I hate to say this, man, but Jets over the Patriots. And number one, I got the Giants beating the Seahawks. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, I got a lot of guys. Hey, listen, y'all are just whoever is. Look at these people coming in. All right, Matty Dog, give me the picks. Give me, give me your picks. It's not Manny Dog, but I was requested. Oh, this is. Oh my God, it's the lit one. Let me get the picks. Lit. L-I-L-I-T. I just jumped on. I, I, I didn't hear your pop. Get him any dogs. Ravens, Ra- Ravens, Ravens at Bucks. Niners at Rams. Patriots at Jets. And Giants uh, at Seahawks. Uh, uh, 49ers, Ravens, Jets, Seahawks. One, two, three. Got you. Thank you, sir. I got to go, bro. We only got a little few minutes left. Hit me up later. Oh, Dre Graham, same thing for you. You heard the pick. <laughs> nah, just just go ahead because I just hopped on. We ain't about to go through this all over again with the team. Just go ahead. Okay. Hey, man, I wish you was there, man. We missed you this weekend, dude. I want you to know that. You got to hit the next one, dude. All right. Who's next? Who's next? Is that Big Sean? Big Sean. Same pictures, lady. Yeah, it was good. Same pictures, lady boo. Oh, that's me too. Nice to hear from you, homie. Got it. Four, three, two, one. Mine's is the same. Uh, nine is four. Ravens three. Giants two. Jets one. Uh, Azul. Ravens four. Jets three. Niners two. Superstitious pick. Seahawks won. Wow. Seahawks won? Oh, <laughs> Really? Really? Okay. I'm surprised you, you picked it that way, Holden. All right. Let's see. Get all of this down here. He has to. All Every right. time he picks against us, we win. That's right. So, um, Carl, final thoughts, sir. Give me about 30 seconds. Yeah, hey, good to, good to hear everybody, and, um, you know, I'll see some of you folks up uh, up in Seattle on Saturday. One thing I was thinking about, uh, you may have heard this week that um, that the Eagles made a trade with Chicago. 
uh, to get the defensive yeah. lineman. Oh. Even though, even though Chicago, as after they won on Monday, was only one game out of a playoff spot, and it had me wondering: had the Giants been in a very similar situation, how would the fans have felt if the Giants had traded one of their best defensive players for a draft pick, the way Chicago just did this week? That was a good question. We probably would have been up in arms, like the Chicago Bears fans are right now. Anyway, uh, you'll be on Sunday after the game, I take it? Uh, it's supposed to rain, I think, so things might be a little bit tricky uh, getting out of there, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. Okay, homie. Talk to you then. Appreciate it, man. Have a, have a good time. Yes, yes sir. Safe travel. NY Love, Fox 16. Final thoughts. Final thoughts is I just want us to kick ass and go into the bye week with another win. Everybody that's going, enjoy, travel safe, and bring us home that win. Bleed blue. Bleed blue. Fix that front line is NYG on IG. Final thought is I'm looking for the Giants to have a fast start out in Seattle. I don't think they can afford to get down and come back in that environment. I'm looking for a fast start and managing the clock with Saquon and Daniel Jones uh, running the ball. Bleed blue. Bleed blue, big up, sir. Kristen, final thought. Let's keep our, keep the faith within our coaches, man. We just give it up to them and, and let them steer it. That's it. Let them, let them steer this machine. They're doing a great job of what we got. We're working with second stringers, and we're getting the job done. We are dangerous. I love what we're doing. Let's keep doing what we're doing every week. Be solid. Everybody who's traveling, safe travels, especially to uh, Carl. Bring us home the win. Uh, we love you guys. And Blee Blue. Blee Blue. Worm. Thank you. Thank you, Kristen. Big up, Steve. Worm. Big uh, final thought real quick. Let's just let's shut them down, pluck some feathers, meet some birds on Sunday. Let's go, Blue, baby. Blee Blue. Giants big hitter, Brian. Final thought. Yeah, back to Kadarius Tony. Uh, when you evaluate a player's potential, uh, physical ability, which he has in, in mountainous amounts, represents only 25%. The, the other 35%, if you split them evenly, are physical toughness, mental ability, and mental toughness, and he's got none of these. So I, I, I don't see him having any kind of an NFL career. The other thing, uh, uh, Steve, grab your pencil. I did my, my uh, picks. Wrong. It should be Ravens four, Jets three, Rams two, oh, Giants one, and off to win on Sunday. And Carl, you have a great time, my friend. I hope I hope, I hope you enjoy a win. Thank you, brother. Forgive me for missing you, Brian. You know I love you, man. You know how we work. Forget, forget about that. Sorry about that. Right, right, right okay. back at you. Thank you, Brian. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Lit. Give me a final thought, sir, or first thought, how you want to look at it. Hey, it was just a really good day. We cleansed ourselves of another con man that was drafted by a con man and protected by a con man. So, so it was a good day. But I, I got to go. I got I to gotta go pick up some rain gear. So uh, maybe we'll speak on Sunday. <laughs> Later. Later, man. <laughs> Bye. Dre Brown. Final thought. Short and sweet. Let's just get this W and go into that bye and get some rest. Blee blue. <laughs> Blee blue. I love Dre Brown. It's so bad. 
And finally, Big Sean, final thoughts, sir. Tennessee, Green Bay, Baltimore, Cowboys. There's nowhere in the world someone would have thought we would be a 6 and one Stop. Come on, man. Stop. Uh, oh. I would have been happy 2-2. Two two. I'm happy at this record here. Those last two wins, we ain't see those coming. So, uh, it's, it's going to be a grind-out game. It's supposed to be raining at Northwest, and it's all about that run. We don't fumble. We should pull it out, but it's going to be a tough one as usual. So, bleed blue, and of course, I'm rooting for my team. Y'all take care. Oh, yeah. Take Bye, care. Tony. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Love I it. love that. That's right. That's how you end the show. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Well, hold on. Wait. Hold, hold on. on. Don't mute me. I ain't even getting no pick. But I'm going to just tell you like this. You didn't give me the opportunity. The Giants at four. Wait. I'm going to leave it like that. And I also said, <laughs> man, I don't know how I talking about the Giants. I don't know what's going on. Okay, go ahead. Huh? Go, ahead go ahead. Do your pick. Do your pick anyway. Do it because I need it. No, I just say, no, I'm going to say Giants are four. That's it. Giants at number four. That's my confidence pick, all right? We're going to leave it at that. Uh, and what we're smoking on, opportunity, baby. That's all I said. And people start saying that we expect the Giants to be at this situation. I'm the only one that thought this way. I know we have some. Come on, we got some real blue blue, blue uh, fans out here. Come on, y'all. What are the lot ain't about being big blue ball. fans. Come on, baby. You ain't uh, as, as a surprise as you are that they beat, especially Green Bay and Baltimore. This is why you should have drove to Jacksonville. This is why you should have drove to Jacksonville this time. That, that statement right there. Billy Bob, anyway, where's the black? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Yo, we, we always play Green Bay tough anyway, so that ain't no shock. Right. Be, beat the Titans in Tennessee. That, that Bobby, yeah, play. if he's the one that caught it, I give him all the props in the world. You, yo, you good, bro? I know I ain't think that. I'm just, it's just on me. I'm still a true Giants fan. I ain't think we was gonna pull those out. Hey, I expect every one of y'all to call in on Sunday, please. Everyone, after this, just like this, this enthusiasm here, hopefully you will be pumped like this on Sunday. Azul, <laughs> you are up, sir. Final thought. All right. I, I got nothing, man. Um, I got nothing. So, bleed blue, man. <laughs> bleed blue. Okay. And let's see. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody that called in. Uh, uh, Lady Blue, Kristen, Billy Bob, Carl Bakes. Giants big hitter Brian himself worm. Uh, let's see, we had a uh, we had Big Sean. Don't get always makes you laugh. Dre, Dre Graham, lit. Uh, check us out for oh my 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 picks were the same as Lady Blues. Everybody know what knows what those are. Okay, uh, listen here. Uh, check out the hockey show with Ray, that would raise your proud and check us check out the pages on that too. Facebook, Twitter, Empire Sports Media, Forever Blue Shirts around NHL. Sorry about the Yanks. They're gone now, but the archives are still there uh, on um, on um, on the Bleed Blue Show as well. The Nick's, um, Nickelback Avenue page on, on all of social media as well. That was this show last night. And we got um, we got uh, the classic stakeholder spotlight episodes on there. We got the Azul Unfiltered shows on there. We've got check – check, check out the uh, Bleed Blue Show Video clips and reviews to be highlighted on the Facebook page for Bleed Blue Show. Check us out on iTunes, Podcast Republic, Stitcher app, Pod, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio. This is the Professor Bleed Blue. I hope you guys ate. Hey.
I'll see you guys on Sunday right after after we whip that ass because uh, it's very important you be here so I can hear every one of y'all yell your hearts out. Blee blue. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you?